Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, successes listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 107. I got Dr. Albert Haddad back. Yes, sir. Mr. Leadership Expert himself. And man, I'm jacked to have him on with you guys. So without jumping in anything else, I want to welcome anybody that is the first time actually listening to the Success Edge podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, let me tell you guys, we are all about Jesus and success in the marketplace. We want you to be as successful as you possibly can for the cause of Christ to expand God's kingdom because, man, I'm telling you, we need you in the marketplace. We need you to rise up in the marketplace, and the Success Edge is a resource for you, okay, for interviews, for testimonies, for stories, for resources that you can put in your arsenal to build your faith in the marketplace, so I want to take a quick second and actually thank our sponsor, Mr. Chris Schrader of SchraderCreations.com. You can actually go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash Chris to get all the information about Chris's business and what he does for your branding, for getting your message out into the marketplace. So if you're basically starting up or you want to rebrand your business, I highly recommend SchraderCreations.com. Let me tell you, Chris does web designs, artwork, caricatures, you name it. Chris has a full suite of graphic design, and he's actually personally done stuff for Amy and I on two other podcasts that Amy and I have. And I am very excited to be able to tell you guys that if you reach out to Chris and contact him and mention the Success Edge, you'll actually get 15% off the project that you work, that he works on for you. So, Go out there to thesuccessedge.biz backslash Chris and find all the information. So let's go ahead and jump into this interview with Dr. Albert Haddad. I'm loving this from Dr. Albert Haddad. This will be the second time he's been on the Success Edge podcast. You can go back and find his episode that he introduced himself to the to our community at thesuccessedge.biz backslash SEC94. All right, so episode 94 was whenever I introduced him. Now, here we are, episode 107. So you can find all of his show notes and everything like that at thesuccessedge.biz backslash SEC 107 for this one. Now, I had to break it up into two parts, and here's the reason why. We had so much content within these this actual conversation that I broke it up into two parts. So this part is all about his first pillar and the second pillar which ties so closely together because if you don't understand your authenticness of who you are as a leader, then you're not going to know your values. You will stumble and fall when the pressure is on. Dr. Haddad does a great job of telling some vital stories with this. And let's, let's me, let me kind of just break this down for you guys. You want to be successful. I know you do. But let me tell you something. You, with your success, you want to make a huge impact. So because you need to be successful and because you want to make a huge impact, you have got to, and I repeat, you've got to learn leadership skills. 
You've got to develop your leadership, and this interview will help you just do that. So without further ado, let's jump into this interview. Thank you again, Dr. Haddad, and guys, we'll catch you guys on the other side. So what's going on, Success as listeners? Tyler McCart. I always bring the best back, guys. All of my guests are awesome, but sometimes some of the ones that I bring back have some special, special quality <clears throat> and traits that I want you as a listener for the Success as community to hear again, all right? And I already alluded to it that I was going to have Dr. Albert Haddad back on the the Australian himself, all right, the the legend from down under, <laughs> <laughs> come back on, and we were going to talk about leadership and for the marketplace and success in the marketplace through leadership, guys. And I'm excited about this conversation. You know, Doctor Haddad obviously wrote a book uh, this that's been out here for goodness, what, maybe about a, uh, a month or two now, uh, a rise to lead. He's going to, we're going to kind of dive into a couple of the pillars that he discusses in that book. But, uh, Dr. Haddad, welcome back to the success edge podcast, sir. Paula, this is uh, a pleasure and it's an honor to come back. <clears throat> Thank you very much uh, for asking me to come back. Sorry about my throat. I, uh, um, I've had a, a, a cold and, um, it is very early. It is early for me here in Australia, guys. It's uh, <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I just woke up, so I'm I'm still clearing my throat. But uh, it is very good to have to have me back, and it is great, and it's a, a real pleasure to be on your show. It's a, a fantastic show, and uh, uh, it's a real blessing to hear so many people on it uh, and learn from them as well. So it's, it is a real pleasure for me to be on it. Amen. Amen. Well, Dr. Haddad, <laughs> you know, the, the cool thing is, is that the world is flat now that we have technology and we can do this. You're all the way in Australia and I'm over here in the U S yep. and you know, we can talk, uh, talk stuff, talk about success, talk about Jesus, uh, because he is all about what we're all about really. And that's true. Um, well, Doctor, I do this for for our listeners. Let let's kind of go back, okay? <clears throat> you know, guys. Sure. Uh, you know, Doctor Haddad has had an extensive. You know, uh, he does leadership uh, consulting, and you know, he honestly, Doctor Haddad, you actually just took on a new position. If uh, I have. Since, since the last time we spoke, I mean, what is that new position that you have now today? Um, I am the Vice President of Higher Education at Harvest Bible College um, in Australia. So I'm, uh, the position is basically, I'm, I'm still learning the position. Uh, I'm sort of a Dean of Faculty uh, looking after um, our 40 lecturers um, as well as uh, the staff um, and looking after about 700 to 2,000 students, uh, depends on on, on the units that they take. Um, so we, uh, our college uh, prepares pastors and leaders, um, uh, Christian leaders in the marketplace as well as in the churches around Australia and the world. Nice. So, so you know, guys, we this is, I, I mean, I can't stress to you guys enough, you know, on the podcast, and you hear me talk about it all the time, that, you know, I want relevant <laughs> and real people 
to talk to us that are actually in the trenches doing business, doing what they say they're doing, um, and having to apply what they know Jesus wants to them to apply and what, how God leads them. And I, I want them, you know, to be relevant to us. And so this is going to be good. So Dr. Dad, you know, let's go back, um, to the book. All right. Arise to lead kind of tell us real quickly again, the story, the premise, how the book came together, you know, for, for us here. Uh, well, <clears throat> to, uh, uh, to go uh, back to the book before I uh, say deputy vice president, not vice president, <laughs> deputy vice president of higher ed. Um, uh, just uh, I didn't. So going back to the book, the book is um, started about um, three years ago in my mind. Um, but it was all about my friends and my accountability group. Uh, the accountability group, a group of managers and leaders who uh, are Christians, and we used to meet once every two weeks uh, for uh, breakfast together, and we used to ask each other the hard questions, how are you doing? Um, how are you doing at home? How, how are you doing at work? What are the issues uh, that uh, are challenging you, and how do you bring God into it? How do you bring Jesus into the workplace? So, And they said, uh, Albert, we need some help in managing people. So I uh, wrote about 50 small devotionals about leadership and bringing in uh, biblical verses as well as reflective practice. And we used to SMS or get in touch with each other on a daily basis um, to keep each other accountable about not what we know, but what we do. So it's, it's basically not about uh, building our own knowledge it's about applying this knowledge in a practical sense so that we can live the life that we call to live. And from there, it, um, I had a 50 uh, or 60 pages. And from there, I started growing that into a book uh, that is now published. So it took about three years to go from an idea into a devotional, into a few articles, into um, a manuscript and into a published book. There you go, guys. So it's a process. It's just not overnight. <laughs> that's, one of the big, that's one of the big things that I want my listeners to know is that, you know, if you've got something inside your book or, you know, a podcast or, you know, an idea that is inside of you, it's, it takes some time to get that out. But, um, so with, if you want to guys, you know, what I would recommend to you to go back and hear uh, some of the leadership um, experiences. I mean, we're going to have a lot of stories, obviously, here. But one of the things that you can go back is you can go back to episode 94 and listen to Dr. Haddad's, you know, first interview on the Success Edge. And you'll get to hear, you know, he and I talk about, you know, his background and and also, you know, his experience, what brought him into realizing that in, you know, Dr. Dad, I'm just going to say, you know, like you actually kind of said it on there, you are a horrible leader <laughs> um, in, the, <laughs> I was, I was. In, in the beginning of your leadership. And I think we all were. All right. Uh, you know, because I know that a, a lot of my audience are probably between the ages of 24 to you know, 40 years old. Okay. That's kind of what my age, 
you know, on my, so put a big spectrum, but that's kind of the age right now for my podcast. And I know that I remember whenever I was, you know, a, I'll call it a budding, <laughs> a budding leader <laughs> back when I was coming out of college into the uh, corporate world, into uh, to the real world, not just school, but real world. And, you know, for me, there was uh, a lot of passion behind my leadership, you know, and a lot of, uh, you know, I was really zealous, but I, and I was very a dogmatic. I mean, if you categorize me as far as a leadership, you know, I was a choleric leader. I was that driver personality leader, that commander, uh, you know, let's go take the hill guys and let's get it done. That was my leadership. And, you know, I know that over the course of time, you know, just like, you know, for what my listeners are, that my leadership has been refined. And I know that's, ha- was, that's what happened to yours. And I feel like that this conversation we're going to have today is going to even more refine <clears throat> our leadership. So, so with that being said, take us, take us into the book, take us into, you know, some of the pillars that you want, that we can talk about today um, and kind of uh, unpack those. Um, well, Tala, you're, you're very correct in saying I was a horrible leader. I was, uh, uh, and, and I'm glad that you talked about your passion or your zealousness. Uh, a lot of people, um, especially when we're young, we jump into something and we're full of enthusiasm. We're full of ideas. And, and sometimes these ideas are too big for our head uh, and too, and, and too uh, huge for our feet. So we, we think too big. And we take a huge step and we stretch ourselves too much. So what happened was um, by doing that, I fell flat on my face and and I I failed as a leader. Uh, And that was about 22 years ago. Now, going back and starting to write the book, I went back and said, where is my journey? How did my journey start about leadership? Why do I, why do people ask me now to coach them or to consult with them or to train them in leadership? What made, what makes me special? Of course, Jesus Christ is the first uh, source of that specialty because it's not about me. It's what he has brought me to, through and what he has taught me and what he has instilled in me but then also it is the experiences that the lord brought me through and so i i came i started thinking what made it that i started growing in my leadership and there were five areas that i understood where i fell apart and these areas uh, the first one was authenticity i was not authentic to myself and not authentic to my call, uh, although I was very passionate about my call uh, and about what I thought I should be doing. The second one was I, uh, about my agility to, uh, to learn. So I was not really learning a lot. Uh, I was not resourcing my learning. I, um, I, I kept the learning to myself and uh, from my own ideas rather than from learning from others and being humble enough to ask others. The third one is how <clears throat> how do I stand up and integrate what I say with what I do? 
it's about that credibility aspect, but credibility comes with accountability. Um, and I was doing certain things, but I was doing them from my own um, drive without really being accountable or uh, without, as you said, um, when you are full of zeal, you may not be com uh, composed enough. You may say things or do things, but without really thinking about them. Uh, or being accountable to the the results. So authentic, authenticity, you know, sure. Albert, we, I can kind of tell, kind of tell, define that a little bit more. Let's crystallize that authentic, authenticity right there for the listeners a little bit more uh, for us. Okay. Cause I, I feel <clears throat> like there's something, there's a little bit more in that um, than what we think. Well, uh, authenticity is, um, it's about being true to myself and being true to my journey. Um, Professor Bruce Avulio uh, writes and he says, I have come to realize that someone can be pretty effective leader by being authentic. Being authentic uh, is the ultimate human journey. So what does he mean by that? What do we mean by that? We hear a lot about authenticity, but authenticity to me, I it is more mostly about am I running the race, my own race? Am I running the race within my own lanes rather than trying to run everyone else's race in their lane? Um, am I, do, do I know my call? Do I know my purpose? Do I know my uh, values? Am I uh, compromising on my values in order for me to reach a goal or do something? Am I being a chameleon? in order to achieve the end? Or am I really looking inside? What is my purpose? What Am I living according to that purpose? What are my, my uh, core values? Am I really uh, living according to those goal values or do I chip and change the values? Am I, uh, sorry, go on. No, it, that's, this is great. I mean, it's, because I know for me, when I was a <clears throat> young leader, Okay, I, I go back to that young leader, that 25-year-old Tyler out there. Yeah. And, you know, even I, I'll even admit to today, uh, yeah. you know, Albert, that I, I, I don't struggle with it as much as what I did, you know, whenever I was a young leader. Because I feel like that as a young leader or an emerging leader, I should say, you know, I really just didn't, I didn't really know who I was as a leader. Yeah. I didn't know my core values. I didn't know, um, you know, not to compare myself, you know, I would see somebody else's success, you know, say, you know, in the, in a, in the business that I, that I'm in, you know, whether it be sales or, you know, my network marketing business, you know, I would see somebody else succeed and I would automatically compare myself to them and, you know, gauge my success based upon their success. And, you know, if I'm hearing you right, that is totally where we shouldn't be at all, right? That, that, that is very true, Tyler. I mean, however, it is the, the human nature that we we look at, at, at things and, and so we start imitating them. So it, it, it becomes like a karaoke-style leadership uh, or karaoke. Uh, they, they, do, they did it that way. They success in that way. I better do it that way without really asking, why does it work for them? I mean, there are principles that I need to follow rather than 
practices that I need to follow. Mm. And and if I follow the purpose, my purpose, I need to follow the principles and the core values in order to build my character. All right. So now that's really. All right. I want to. I want to. That's man. Golly, Albert. That is such a money statement. What you just said right there. I want to camp out right there. Let's right, talk about the luck. difference between a practice <laughs> versus a principle. I mean, that's, that is so yeah. rich right there. And I know that the success has community. This is going to be so good for you to hear. Let's talk about that. Let's talk, just define the two if we could. Well, the, the, the practice is I see someone and um, uh, they're they doing X, Y, Z. And they are um, doing extremely well. So they, they therefore, I they say to me, you've got to do A, B, C, D, E, F. So I, And you have to follow this process and you have to follow this way of doing it and that's the best way to get the success. So many uh, people write these things, five things to do this, five things that will guarantee your success, five steps to do that, seven steps to do that. And they're great, but they're coming from their own experiences and from their own principles and from their own personalities now how can i and and if i take that holistically and i say i've got to follow them and do exactly what they do but it's like going back to david's um uh, example when he was 17 year old and he came to the uh, battlefield and he he was full of passion he was full of of zeal about the, 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 the people of God and about this Philistine. And, um, and, and the king said, bring him to me. And so they brought David to Saul. And, um, and, and Saul saw that zeal and he said, great, take my armor, take my helmet, take my sword. And you put everything on David, a 17-year-old, you put the whole armor, and he could not move. What we in our leadership in our churches, leadership in our businesses, what we're saying is for you to have success, you've got to do what I do. And then David David said, no, the Lord led me to success because he taught me the principles to rely on him because of this and this, and he gave me these two or three things to use. So he took his slingshot, he took his stones, and probably he took his his uh, musical instrument as well, the small musical instrument, like uh, any shepherd boy would do. And he went and he had success following what the Lord had showed him that worked for him, not and, work for someone else. And right there's the principle. Yeah. That, right, because... And the authenticity of that's it. Okay? That's it. Okay. That's right. Okay. That's so good. <clears throat> Dad. This, I'm loving this. So just using David as an example, here he is, you know, uh, Saul has got him in his tent, says, Hey, let's throw in this armor. But David knew himself and he knew. So the principle of knowing himself of actually knowing, you know, what the Lord had taught him or trained him to do already yeah instead yeah. of doing what this other i mean this is the king i mean here <laughs> i mean it'd be like me telling the 
you know, this five-star general that had all this success in all these battles and saying, thanks, but no thanks. This isn't how I'm, how I'm going to do it. I know what works for me and I know yeah. what I need to do. I'm not doing yeah. that right there. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, it's, and that is so good. Cause I, I know be, and it is, man, it's so good. Dr. Adele, what we're saying, because in the society we live today, we see more of yeah. what leaders do or, you know, what leaders are saying. <clears throat> and it's almost like we want to be, you know, little mini, and I'm just going to use a name that a lot of people know, John Maxwell's or, you know, little mini, um, you know, Michael Hyatt's out there or yeah. little mini, uh, Grant Cardone's, uh, you know, you, you pick them, you know, it's like, Oh, well, I just got to do exactly what they're doing. And I know from my experience, cause I had, I, I learned this, that everyone has a different row to hoe. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and because everyone, I'm talking everyone, I mean, success edge community, I'm talking, that's you. Everyone, you can't compare your success to Tyler McCart or, you know, Dr. Haddad's success because we've had to, to go our own row to hoe. And, but the principles of success or how God has things laid out are the same. Yeah, look, uh, let's take this, this uh, statement that you said, everyone has a row to hoe. Uh, I don't know whether you can imagine uh, uh, a field, a rice paddy field or any field of, of um, produce, and you see the rows, and they will be very straight, um, uh, straight, and every, every row is filled with, with um, a great produce and, and plants. Now, if everyone has a row to hoe, and we're hoeing and we should be straight in our direction. We should be straight towards our objectives. We should be straight towards the purpose at the end. But if we keep looking at everyone else's, if you can imagine this, walking on a, in a straight line and looking to the right and looking to the left, how straight will your line be? It's not going to be. It is going to <clears throat> affect everyone else's line. It's going to be a really mishmash of lines and never straight and it will go it's going to take a long long time to get to the end rather than straight towards the purpose so if you can imagine this as a picture when we start looking at what other people are doing let us imitate what other people are doing we are no longer authentic in how we do things or authentic to our call or to our character that God has instilled in us. Mm, that is so good, Dr. Dad. Man, um, so uh, good. There's, there's, there's a couple of things that um, there's a professor, Professor Bill George in his uh, research said, uh, six ways of leading oneself in an authentic manner. And he said, the first one is we need to gain self-awareness. And, and for me, self-awareness was about getting to know where is, what is my calling, what's my God-given calling. The second one is practicing one's values and principles under pressure. And, you know, when, uh, and this is where leadership is all about, is when, 
when we're under pressure, when things are not working, how often do we uh, abandon our core, uh, core values and start doing things expediently? To be successful, a lot of times, to be successful, lot, lot of uh, many leaders in the marketplace, they take shortcuts. And these shortcuts did, uh, destroy their core values, that goes against their core values. But when we are under pressure, great leadership will stick to the values that they have rather than compromise. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Haddad, for coming back on the Success Edge podcast. Really do appreciate that. Now, here's the thing, guys. Remember, I said that this is going to be the first part of two installments. All right, so be on the lookout for the next one whenever I launch it uh, for you guys. Now, the cool thing is, is that Dr. Haddad goes into so many other things on this upcoming one, part two. I am excited for you guys to listen to it. So, gang, I love you guys. I love the Success Edge. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. I know that you guys are getting a ton out of this. I got a great uh, email just the other day of a gentleman that's actually in Canada who is a fireman at a at the airport actually in Toronto Canada and he's looking to start his own uh, internet business and man I am excited for him and I appreciate him reaching out to me he said that he is getting a ton out of the success edge and it's been a huge encouragement so thank you so much again for listening in guys and don't forget guys to go out there and check out uh, Shreda Creations so go to the success edge.biz backslash Chris to get all the information, to get all your branding and web design and repurposing of your uh, images that you have out there online because Chris Schrader does a fantastic job. So without further ado, guys, best of success to you guys. We love you and we'll catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities he's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Success Edge.